Mark Nepo in the Book of Awakening writes, as spirits embodies, we live like wells or dolphins, always swimming near the surface, forever compelled by a light from above that we really can't make out. And just as the water brushes against the eyes of these fish, as they make their way in and out of the deep, the days shape who we see. So much is going on at any one time beneath what we show the world. That all our feelings, all our thoughts and expressions splash like water on the surface of those before us. Each person is a wisdom creature, full of things that cannot be said. Each of us a spirit fish, breaking through for love and air. We don't often take the risk or time to stand before another long enough for their truth to surface. This is what I need, for you to wait till I can get there, all fresh from the deep. After all the trouble we go through to find each other, we must wait over and over for our loved ones to break through with their wisdom. Scripture says, when they came to Capernaum, and when Jesus was in the house, he sat down. He called the twelve and said to them, whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. In early 1968, Troy Perry was stunned when his lover, Benny, announced that their relationship was over. In his desperation and depression, Troy attempted suicide. Following the failed suicide attempt, Troy experienced a renewed sense of spirituality. He began to pray again, and he was perplexed by the words of a prophet, Vera Hoxit, who said, God has a ministry for you. You will pastor a church. At that time, that was far from Troy Perry's mind. But around the same time, a gay friend of Perry's who was harassed and arrested by the police, in his desperation, the young man said to Troy, God doesn't care about gays. God doesn't care about gay people. That spurred Troy to finally hold the first worship service of MCC. Scripture continues, and whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. What could welcome look like for us as a faith community? What would it take for us to welcome the very presence of God into our homes, into our lives, into our church. 
In our scripture today, Jesus says simply that it takes risking being vulnerable. Risking being vulnerable with each other. Stripping down to our truth and waiting along enough with each other for their truths to surface too. It is to go in deep with each other. We come together each week and we worship together and then we disperse all over the Houston Metroplex from the Heights to near Northwest to Galveston to Conroe to Katy to Baytown and beyond. It is easy to come and worship in a congregation this size and remain anonymous. To remain uninvolved, to be outside of community. I know because I did it back in 1981. I wanted to make sure that this was a, a place for me. It is easy just to attend worship. It is risky to become the church. It is risky to become a community of faith. About 17 years ago, Resurrection began small group ministry, homes, open for ministry and encouragement. There were about 20 or 25 groups that began. There was a group for interracial couples called Similar Differences, which sponsored social outings for couples who were similarly different. There were the Fishers of Fish, which became the Trianglers, who sponsored fishing outings for anyone who wanted to join them. There were groups that were focused on service projects, like feeding the homeless. There were groups who gathered for Bible study. There were groups that gathered specifically for prayer. There was a heterosexual group and there was a bisexual group. There were groups that were based on age, the OWLs, our 60 plus ministry, that met on campus to socialize and care for each other. They went on daytime excursions that were free or almost free, and they just began to develop relationships with each other. They would call and check in on each other because they had begun to care. They had begun to take the risk. They had begun to go deep. There, there was also a, a knitting group that met monthly. And actually, I was surprised at how many men were in that group. I, 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 Wayne knows. <laughs> I, I didn't know that many men wanted to learn how to knit or actually already knew how to knit. But I belonged to a, a group that was called Forever Couples. And its focus, as you can guess, was on developing healthy, long-term relationships. We journeyed together through learning our love languages, learning to fight fairly, getting our legal documents in order. We learned how to buy homes jointly. We learned about artificial insemination. We learned about getting pregnant. 
We learned about not getting pregnant even though you were desperately trying to get pregnant. We learned about getting pregnant and losing your pregnancy. We learned about adoptions and births and first birthdays and first days of school. We learned about becoming godparents, health crises, death of spouses, infidelity, and both ending a relationship well and poorly. Talk about seeing each other's flaws and scars. Yet, these are some of the most authentic and sustaining relationships that I have to today. We risk stripping down to our truths and then getting to know each other's lunar and solar spirituality. We became, if not forever couples, forever friends. To create community, to create church, we have to risk getting to know each other. We have to risk welcoming others into our personal spaces, creating community. Creating church means we have to relinquish our anonymity. It calls us into connecting with each other authentically, spiritually, emotionally, and personally. Over the past couple of months, I have been contacting members and friends of Resurrection, asking them if they would be willing to open their homes, open their hearts for ministry and encouragement. Those we blessed earlier and others who will be here at 11, they said yes. They said we are willing to risk being vulnerable with each other. We are willing to create community. We are willing to become the church. We are willing to show our scars and see others too. They are willing to grow in their faith in concert with other people. They're willing to go in deep. They're willing to risk sunshine and dark too. Reverend Troy Perry decided to go in deep. He opened his home for ministry and encouragement on Sunday, October 6, 1968. There were 12 people in attendance. A heterosexual couple, people of Hispanic descent, people of African descent, some transgender people, and someone who was Jewish. Troy Perry says, I introduced myself. I told them where I was born, my age, my name, that I had been married and had sons, that I had been a pastor in Florida, Illinois, and California, and that I had just been kicked out of a church in 1963 right here in Santa Ana, California. And I said to them, here and now, after my army hitch, 
and a fail suicide. I'm gathering with you. Then I introduced the church. I said the church was organized to serve the religious, spiritual, and social unmet needs of the homosexual community of greater Los Angeles. But I expected to grow beyond that call. I made it clear at that very first service, we are not a gay church. We are a Christian church, and that all people will be welcome. Troy risked his truth with and to those 12 who showed up for that first service. Troy provided welcome to those who had been pushed out of their church homes, who had been pushed out of their family homes. He provided welcome to those whose civil rights were being denied. He provided welcome to those who had been rendered powerless and vulnerable by systemic discrimination. He provided welcome to those with scars like those on his own wrists. He welcomed that child, the one that was most vulnerable, that Jesus welcomed, and in doing so, I believe he welcomed God. Reverend Elder Troy Perry's message was simple. God loves you just as you are because that is who God has created you to be. We all have flaws. We all have scars, dark sides, and sunshine too. Troy extended God's radically inclusive welcome and a surety that God wanted to go in deep with each and everyone who walked through his door. And subsequently, to all those who came through the doors of over 200 plus MCCs around the world. Our Reverend Troy asked us to go in deep to be a community of faith, to be a church who provides welcome to each other as well as those who are yet to come and to those who may never come. I'm gonna ask you to become a part of a small group, be it the prayer team or a choir or today, join a home group so that we can grow in our faith and in our fellowship and in fun together so that you can teach us who God is to you because that is the only way we will ever know that aspect of God. I ask you today, if you haven't already done so, to make that shift from just attending church to becoming church. I am asking you to welcome each other into one another's lives. I'm asking you to risk welcome. I'm asking you to risk showing your flaws and trusting each other to extend that radically inclusive love and welcome that Jesus extends. I'm asking you to go in deep with each other. Today after worship, we will have the opportunity to risk welcome. 
you can sign up for one of the 12 current home groups that we are forming, or you can let me know that you would like to host one in your own home. And if you aren't comfortable yet with joining a home group, talk to Mark, or Mark, or Shiv, or I, and we will help you find a way to practice welcome. I ask you, will you go in deep with each other? And with me? Because I want to go in deep with each of you. Amen. When the lights go out, we congregate, and the storm will come. We congregate if the ground ground will shake. We congregate and I shall help you. Cause you'll help me through this trouble at the gates of this heart. When the skies fall down, we congregate, and the cities all drowned. We congregate, there's no place to stand. We congregate, and I shall help you. You'll help me through the trouble at the gates of this heart. There's trouble at the gates of this heart. There's trouble at the gates of this heart.